0: I think we've all done a capsule when we've traveled, right? Mm. Think about packing for a vacation. Mm-hmm. When you pack for a vacation, do you pack your crappy t-shirt? No, no of course you don't. No, it I not want to wear that. I don't want people to see me in that. But you don't pack that, right? Mm. You pack the good stuff. You pack the best stuff, the stuff you feel the best in, the stuff that looks amazing and the stuff that you just want to be in.
1: Hey, this is Allison, and welcome to the Inspire Budget podcast, where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. Today, we have Deanna Yates joining us. She is the founder and CEO of Wanna Be Clutter Free and the host of the popular podcast, The Wanna Be Minimalist Show. We are going to be talking today about creating a capsule wardrobe and not only how it can help you save money, but some of the other added benefits as well. You might be just like me and end up leaving this episode ready to pare down your wardrobe into outfits that make you feel good, look amazing, and get rid of all the rest. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome, Deanna, to the Inspired Budget Podcast. I'm happy to have you here today. Oh, Allison, thank
0: you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here.
1: Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you ended up with your own business. And did you ever plan? Did you ever plan to... Have your own business.
0: Okay. So let's get into that. Um, so, my name is Deanna Yates, and my business is Wanna Be Clutter Free, and I have a podcast called The Wanna Be Minimalist Show. Did I plan for this business? No. That's just how life goes. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in a very entrepreneurial house though. Both of my parents did have their own businesses. My dad did construction and concrete coating and my mom had a hair salon. And so I grew up around these concepts of owning your own business and all this kind of stuff. My husband, on the other hand, grew up in the opposite. He grew up in a home where both of his parents had followed that very traditional career path, and so they always encouraged him to, you know, get the regular job and all those things. And so we started a business together, you know, oh. because why not? And so that was long, long ago. And it's so like a our- good test for your marriage. Oh, I feel like, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So this was technically we started this before we got married. Which- oh, really? maybe that's crazy. I don't know. And so we basically started a software. So he does software development Mm -hmm. and my background was in marketing and I have a very varied background. So it's in all sorts of things, but mostly marketing. And so we started a company and I had worked in property management. So we started Mm -hmm. a company to help small landlords collect rent online, just as the big landlords could. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. Great business. And it was going well, However, once our daughter was born, we realized there was a ton of liability in that business. Mm. We were transferring millions of dollars. Wow. And, you know, something happened. It was the two of us in our kitchen, Mm -hmm. right? Like this isn't, we did not have the funds to cover anything that went wrong. So we ended up letting that business go and, Mm. um, you know, kind of Wandered around. So, this is a very long answer to a question of no, I did not think I was going to be in this business because that's just life, though. It, it kind of ebbs yep. and flows. And then once COVID hit, I had always wanted to have some sort of blog or something going on. I just, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to have some sort of additional income or additional side project, right. side hustle type of thing. And so, This was more like it started off like a craft blog or like homemaking kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. And we traveled a lot as a family. We were very lucky. We got to travel in Europe for about a year and a half. Wow. Not all just around and around. We definitely settled. We were in Mm -hmm. Germany for most of that time and it was yes it was a fantastic experience i highly recommend if anybody ever gets a chance and somebody says would you like to live in a different country for a while absolutely say yes you'll be wow. terrified but do it please do it it's How a old wonderful was your daughter? experience she was 5 okay yeah so she did kindergarten in germany wow and we Ended up deciding to come back to the Mm -hmm. States. Um, It was a a choice we made. So my daughter's nine now. So we were in first grade when COVID hit and Mm. all that ensued there and the fun and the chaos. Mm -hmm. And so- I ended up starting this business kind of during that time. I had started a podcast. I can't exactly tell you why at this point when I'm looking back, like, why did I start a podcast? Who, who was I to think I could start a podcast? Or, you know what? I just thought it would be fun. Turns out I love speaking way more than I love writing. So it's a perfect <laughs> medium for me. If you can't tell, I just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, And so I've just had a lot of fun with it. With blogging, mm-hmm. I had a I struggled. I struggled to write. Yeah. I struggled to be consistent. In. I struggled to show up and serve. And with podcasting, it's just so much fun. I just mm-hmm. love getting to meet new people. I love getting to go on other shows like I am today. I love having people on my show. And I just love kind of chatting about this world of living with less and how much freedom it gave us. Cause that's what I realized was, mm-hmm having less allowed us to say yes to more things. Mm -hmm. It allowed us to say yes to traveling for that year and a half. It allowed us to do things that a lot of people don't get to do because they're bogged down by their stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, So I'll let us get back to it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You have an incredible story, number
1: one. And number two, I think it's so wonderful that you just started a podcast. You just did it. I just did it. Because I think that a lot of people will stop and they won't do it. And that was me. For for a while, I was like, oh, do I want to do it? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. And it is. I mean, it it can be. It can be a lot of work depending on how much you hire out and how – prepared you are. But for me, I started it because I was, I was lonely and I wanted to connect with people. So it sounds like you do really well with connecting with others too. And when you're just writing articles, you miss that connection piece.
0: Mm -hmm. And so that was,
1: that sounds like, sounds like you and I have that in common. So I think we're (laughs) going to have fun today then. I think so. (laughs) Okay. So you love living on less and you started an entire podcast just about being minimalist and you talk specifically about capsule wardrobes, which before we hit record, I was like, I probably need this because I have a lot of clothes. I always have, you know, I feel like, I don't know when capsule wardrobes became popular. I think I first heard about it on Pinterest. Like Mm -hmm. when I, when I use Pinterest, I don't use it anymore, but, and, and I love the idea of it, right? Like, I'm like, Oh, that sounds so cool. That sounds so like freeing. But for some reason, I'm like scared to let go of things. So walk me through exactly. And, and any listeners, but you know, I'm going to kind of use this as like a personal coaching (laughs) session,
0: please do what
1: a capsule wardrobe is and why you think that people should, should turn to one.
0: Okay. So. I think the good point is that we have all actually lived with a capsule before, whether we realize it or not. Ooh. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So it probably started, I think Courtney Carver was really the one that made this the most popular with her capsule, like the 333 project, right? Okay. 33 items over three months. Like, I think that's where a lot of us started on this capsule journey. And that was probably 10, know what 12 that is. years ago. What is Ooh, that? interesting. Okay, it? don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> because I think some people think that that might be a little limiting. Like they feel like, oh, I have okay. to have so many only so many pieces, and it kind of freaks mm-hmm. them out, and it feels like a lot because it's like a you use that for three months and then you transfer and so I think there's a way to do this without having to do that. So let's get into that, yeah, and also when you have like me, I live in Houston, Texas, like we have very
1: few seasons, right. yeah, so I have like literally three three long sleeve shirts, and that's it. That's it. That's all I have are three long sleeve shirts. One's a you sweatshirt. You have less than me. I mean, because I don't need it. We don't, we don't need it. I so it. the idea of like transferring it like every season, every three months changing it, I'm like, but yeah. no, I wear that all the time.
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. Perfect. So then we get to start slate clean, which I love. And okay. actually a capsule wardrobe is kind of my gateway drug. It was kind of like what got me into <laughs> living with less. So we can go with that. So I think we've all done a capsule when we've traveled, right? Mm. Think about packing for a vacation. Mm-hmm. When you pack for a vacation, do you pack your crappy t-shirt? No, no of course you don't. No, it I want to wear that. I don't want people to see me in that you don't pack that right mm-hmm. you pack the good stuff you pack the best stuff the stuff you feel the best in the stuff that looks amazing mm. and the stuff that you just want to be in right and that's yeah. kind of how i like to start a capsule it's kind of from that perspective of like if you were to go on vacation to where you live what are the pieces you would put in your suitcase and i'm not even going to make you go crazy and do a carry on suitcase I did a carry on suitcase (laughs) for five months in Europe, but I'm not going to make people do that. Thank you. No, you can have a regular size suitcase if you're just starting out. But I do think that we have this idea that we need a lot of stuff to have a Mm -hmm. lot of variety. And I don't think that you do. I actually think that you can live with 12 articles of clothing and make 72 outfits. Now I have more than 12 articles of clothing, but I do like to give the extreme moments and your face right now is classic I love it it's so great 12 articles
1: like can you fly here and pick out my articles for me
0: and then (laughs) take the rest away I'll tell you right now the 12 you need let's do it oh my gosh so you need basically (laughs) I love your face it's (laughs) so sorry I just like like, so good
1: I if you walked into my closet I mean it's not that I have a lot of stuff. It's not that I buy a lot of stuff. It's that I, I, I feel like also like I change sizes and then I hold on to things. because I'm like, Oh, but one day. Right. And then, and then I, I don't know. I feel like if I go on a work conference, I need nice clothes, but I'm not, (laughs) I only go on a work conference like twice a year. So, okay. So
0: you could easily start with your work clothes and make a capsule just with those. Like if you're really concerned okay. about doing all of your closet, you can start in an area where you're like, I know I don't need a lot. How can I maximize what I have? Okay. So, okay. Here we go. All right. I'm ready. So the 12 items. So I actually have a download okay. that is how like a French inspired capsule wardrobe and it is making 72 outfits out of 12 pieces. So the okay. 12 pieces are two outer layers, right? So like a blazer or a cardigan or something that would help you transition from, chilly mornings to an afternoon, or, you know, if you're going out in the evening or something like that, you'd like an extra layer. So two outer layers, six tops. And now the point is everything has to mix and match. And that's the secret. Like, so we got to stick with like a color palette that works. It does not have to be Mm. all neutrals. You're in this beautiful bright pink color, which looks great on you. I'm in my... Not my normal black because I love black. I wear black all the time. I was told by a color specialist I shouldn't wear black. And I was like, that's You're fun. Like, okay. You. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Your episode will not be aired today. Oh, I still aired it, but oh, okay Anyway. <laughs> but I was like, Wait, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love black. You can't take it from me. I should have been a hairstylist because I wear black all the time or makeup artist, but I'm neither. Yeah. Okay. So two outer layers, six, six. tops, and then okay. four bottoms. Okay. And the
1: bottoms have to like, one of them could be a skirt.
0: Absolutely. Them, okay. You could have a wow. pair of shorts. You could have jeans. You could have capris. You could have a skirt. You could have a dress as one of your bottoms. That you can like then put the tops and top layers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, and then I like to try to get down to three pairs of shoes. People think I'm crazy, but I promise if you find the right shoes, you can. So I like, you know, obviously like a street shoe. I wear... Mm Um, Vans. I love kind of like a, like okay. a s- sneaker street shoe. That's a little edgy. I like a flat, like a ballet flat or like a, it doesn't have to be ballet flat. It could be like mm-hmm. pointed toe. It could be something that can kind of dress things up, but it's right. still very comfortable if you wanted to walk mm-hmm. lots of places. And then I love a boot or like a heel uh, depending, okay. like I don't wear heels. I mm-hmm. just don't in my life. That's not happening, but like yeah. a wedge or a boot, uh, I like, love a good wedge. those are great. Yeah. So you, this doesn't have to be a year round wardrobe either. This can ebb and flow. So you can start, you know, you can have your springtime pieces that are maybe a lighter color palette, mm-hmm. you know, and then it can kind of flow into maybe your winter and your fall, which get a little bit deeper and darker and you have the heavier items and mm-hmm. you have the boots. And even though we both live in climates without seasons, right, I still like <laughs> oh, to yeah, dress Winterish, and it gets mm-hmm. chilly here actually in the morning in San Diego. So, I definitely that's why I have more long sleeves than you do because mm-hmm. I have to wear a layer or a long sleeve in the morning or in the evening. I don't wear, I don't have to there. In okay, Houston.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by my free budget class. This budget class is all about how to write a budget for your best life without giving up your weekly latte runs. In this class, I'm gonna be covering the three massive mistakes that everybody makes with their budget and why they are costing you money, and I'm sharing with you these mistakes so that way you can stop making them. I'll also be sharing with you the secret to finding more money in your budget each month so that way you can do whatever you want with it, and I'll be sharing my four-step framework to budget for your best life without giving up what you love. This class is hands down incredible and it has so much value. You can sign up for it at inspirebudget.com slash free class or just click the link in my show notes. I'll see you there. My next question actually that I have on our like outline, I guess is yeah. actually, well, one of them was, what are some warning signs that someone desperately mm. needs a capsule wardrobe? And I feel like oh, as yeah. you were talking I was seeing morning signs in my own life. <laughs> like,
0: okay, what did you see?
1: Well, like for me, I feel like I walk into my closet and I I almost feel like when this episode airs, I need to like take you in my closet, but by that time I'm, I might have a capsule wardrobe, so I won't have anything to show you. But okay. I feel like when I walk into my closet, I have so many options. I and I feel like some of them I don't feel good in. Been done. Hold Those are gone to them. Yeah. Because because
0: I want to feel good in them. No? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to feel good in them. Like, Ooh, the fantasy self. Oh, these oh. are hard. These are hard pieces. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I like to think about how I want to feel in the day and I think clothes really can be a little bit of a superpower. I am not a fashionista. Mm-hmm. I trust me. You see my stuff, you're like, "What?" Okay. <laughs> but I do think that there are pieces that we feel good in. I love the shirt that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cotton and, but it's got, it's got a nice kind of flowy feel to mm-hmm. it. So if I feel like I didn't really eat the best, you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I got a gut in it. I don't, it's not a tight fitting shirt, but I feel like it gives me a good silhouette. I okay. like how it feels. It's comfortable. I feel confident when I go out into the world in this shirt, knowing that I feel put together, it's slightly mm. elevated t-shirt, nothing yeah. crazy. absolutely nothing great. I think it's from the gap. Like it's nothing crazy, (laughs) but that doesn't mean that. So like this aspirational self, let's get back to that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have this aspirational self, by the way. I hope I'm not alone here. You are so not alone. And The thing is the marketing agenda basically Mm -hmm. is constantly telling us that if we just wear this thing, we'll be this person, or if we just wear this, we'll feel like this. And Again, we're not, we're all humans and we all have our own likes and dislikes and different body shapes and different hair color and eye color and skin tone and things that are going to look great on you are not mm-hmm. gonna look great on me. And things that you feel comfortable in, maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable in, or vice versa. Like, yeah, people always tell me, Oh, you should wear a maxi dress. And I'm like, heck, no, no. <laughs> it is not something I want to wear. That looks fabulous on you, and you rock it. You look amazing. Mm-hmm. I put that on and I feel like I should just be laying on the couch, watching a show. Like I just, it just doesn't jazz me up. Like I need Mm -hmm. something a little bit edgier. I wear jeans more often than I probably should, you know, and things like just things that fit me, aren't going to fit someone else. Mm. And so this is why we have to look in our closet and really look at what do I do on a regular basis? Okay. What kind of lifestyle do I lead? I'm a mom of a nine-year-old. I don't go into a corporate job anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't need my corporate wardrobe, but I do keep a small amount of things. I have my black cigarette pants. I have a couple really nice work shirts. I have a blazer and I have a skirt. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if I needed to, I could do a whole week worth of clothes right there just from those because I've got my cigarette pan. I'll wear it with both shirts. I've got the skirt. I wear that with both shirts. And I've got the blazer I can throw on, and you could throw that on with a t shirt. And, and that's it up. and you're good to go. And you're good. And so, if you need to, you can wash those items in between. Mm-hmm. But this is a way that allows me to keep some things in my closet without taking up a bunch of space because mm-hmm. I don't ever actually have to wear those things. Yeah. But I keep oh them gosh. in there in case I do, so I wouldn't have to run out and get something and be panicking, right? And buying something that I didn't really like because I was just in a rush, right? Okay, I'm
1: like so motivated right now. I feel like, Yay! this is my weekend project. But here's my question. I know that for me personally, Mm -hmm. as someone like I love to spend money, I enjoy shopping, Mm -hmm. I enjoy clothes shopping. I have a couple of questions. Number one, obviously, like I can see the financial benefit Mm -hmm. to not having all of these things because once I have, and even just like slowly over time creating this, and then you're obviously saving money because you're not having to fill this up. But then my other question is, I know a lot of my listeners, and that really wasn't a question. I guess it was more of a comment, but I know a lot of listeners, they turn to shopping out of Mm -hmm. like an emotional need or they enjoy it, right? They enjoy clothes shopping. What do you recommend to those people who just enjoy it? And you're like, hey, you're taking away one of my hobbies or you're taking away Mm -hmm. one of the things
0: that I like to do. There are definitely ways to enjoy Mm -hmm. shopping without necessarily having to purchase the item. Okay. So there is something called the endowment effect. And once you own something, you value it more than it actually is worth. Okay. And so I think that's one reason we have a hard time with the things in our closet Mm. because we value it. We put our experiences, we put how we felt when we bought that thing and all that kind of stuff on there. Now, if you're somebody who really enjoys shopping, I want to challenge you to say, do you really enjoy the act of shopping? Do you enjoy having the stuff? Those are two mm-hmm. different things. Or, or I even want to say, mm-hmm. are you looking for something to fill your time? Yeah. Oh, boredom is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Right. We just feel like we need to be busy all the time. Mm -hmm. And so that's another one. So I would challenge you to, instead of going shopping, invite your friend out for coffee, right? Mm -hmm. See if you have somebody you could go do something else with. See if somebody wants to go on a walk, you know, go check out a different nature area try to give yourself a pause. Like I get Mm -hmm. that maybe, and maybe it is shopping. Maybe you will do all these different things and you'll try it and you'll say, you know what? It really is shopping. That's what I really like. Mm -hmm. Well, then they can work with you to get a budget line item put in that Mm -hmm. says I have this much to spend every month. No problem. And I can go guilt-free shop. Yep. If you don't have that decision fatigue. So that's what I see. Like people come to me because they're like, I am overwhelmed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's because you're making decisions all day long in yes. your house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so you just wear yourself out mentally. Uh-huh. And that's one thing that a capsule wardrobe can really help with. And I think that's one of those signs that people need help. One of those warning signs mm-hmm. is when you look in your closet and you say, I have nothing to wear, but you have a hundred things yep. in there. That, the clothes aren't the problem. Yeah. You have clothes. There are people Mm -hmm. in this world that would be thrilled to have Mm -hmm. the clothes that are in that closet. So what is it about those clothes that don't work? And maybe they don't. Maybe they're all old clothes that Mm -hmm. don't actually work. So I'm not sitting here saying, well, you have a hundred things. You've got to find something in there. (laughs) Maybe you don't actually have anything in there. That is quite possible. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've been living really frugally because they're on your budget plan and they don't want to be spending the money and now their clothes are worn out. So they go into their closet and they go. No, I feel bad in all of mm-hmm. these clothes. That's yeah. possible. Yeah. So we really have to look at it from different areas. But if you have decision fatigue and you can't walk into your closet and go, okay, I love this. I love this. I'm good. If you're just bored with what you're wearing, that's one thing. Okay. But if you are struggling to find something, you stand there and you have that moment of like, I have nothing to wear when mm-hmm. really you do have things to wear, right. it's because there's just too much there's too much. There's, there's too many much. options. Visually, there's too many options. Maybe the color palette is a little chaotic, like visual mm-hmm. clutter is a big thing. And so I love looking at a color palette. So, and that doesn't, like I said, have to be neutrals. I mean, mine mm-hmm. obviously is black, white, gray stripes, denim. Good. I'm good. Oh, a little see, green I like, thrown in I there like and like I'm happy and red and navies and perfect. Yeah. So you pick those colors that work mm-hmm. for you and you could do two different capsules. You could do Mm -hmm. three different capsules. I like that. You know, it doesn't have to be really limiting, but you can say, here's my pink capsule. And I know everything in this, these 12 items go together. And I know I can make 72 different combos with these 12 pieces. Here's my blue capsule. I can, all of these work together, you know, so you can have different ones and it doesn't have to be so restricting to just those things. I mean, I'm the one to be minimalist. I want to live with less stuff, but mm-hmm. not everybody does that. And so you can still use a capsule wardrobe in a way that fits with your lifestyle, that fits with your values, yeah. that fits with what you need and, and go from there. Like what I wear mm-hmm. now is way different than what I wore 10, 12, 15 yeah. years ago. My lifestyle is totally mm-hmm. different. So our capsule wardrobes need to evolve with us as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For someone who has a lot of clothes and the idea of going down to 12 pieces is,
0: it just <laughs> like sounds said, mean. It just I sounds I have more mean. than 12 too.
1: <laughs> I will say that when you were talking, I was thinking, okay, well, could I do this for like, I mean, you know, when I, I work from home, I'm a mom too. I'm wearing right now workout shorts and like a nicer <laughs> t-shirt, but because you can't see that I'm just wearing workout <laughs> shorts and I'm barefoot. So I think, okay, can I have like, One for my like at home working, one for like going out with friends or date night, and then one for like more business stuff.
0: For sure. Okay. You can do them by lifestyle. You can do them by color. You can do them however you see fit. Mm -hmm. If you travel to different destinations often, you can Mm -hmm. say, well, this is my, you know, this is my European vacay one. This (sighs) is my U.S. road trip one. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what's so lovely about them is you can have them be any- Mm -hmm. Any combination that works for you. But I just love that at least that framework of two outer layers or two layers on top, then six shirts and four bottoms. Now the shirts could be a tank top. It could be a a button up chambray shirt. It could be, you know, a blouse. It could be t-shirts. It could be a Mm -hmm. sweatshirt. It can be, I mean, the sweatshirt you probably have is the layer, but it can be any of those things depending on your climate. And then, like you said, those bottoms could be a skirt. They could be pants. They could Mm -hmm. be jeans. They could be joggers. They could be shorts. They could be whatever, whatever. But that framework at least gives you some way to say, okay, this, this, and this. Mm. And then the point is each shirt matches with each pant or, Mm. you know, bottom option. And then, so that gives you one, that gives you half of them. And then the, once you put those outer layers on top, Mm -hmm. it doubles it. Right. So it's like, that's how all of that works together. All of this is in your free like guide. Okay. And we'll link to that.
1: (laughs) My question is, as you have been, you know, just implementing this into your own life and helping people do that, what are some of the benefits that you've seen? I mean, obviously... I see the benefit, like financially, right? Of you're saving money, you're spending less money on caring for your clothes because you don't have as many of them. So you're spending less money on laundry detergent. You're spending less money on clothes in general. You are probably buying nicer clothes that are lasting longer, so that also helps. But other than like financially, what are some of the benefits that you have personally experienced in your life by just kind of making this change and going minimal with your clothing? sure so
0: like i said it was the gateway drug for me right so mm-hmm. i think the mental ability like of just having less and not stressing when i go into my mm-hmm. closet like knowing like okay well we've got we're going out with friends well i've got this this or this and like i feel great right. in all of these things and honestly nobody really notices okay. if you kind of wear things more than once they don't like okay world, that was like, like, that
1: was also my concern
0: <laughs> like regular human life it's good for the environment. So if you need something to like make yourself feel like mm-hmm. better, if you're like, ah, oh, but I'm wearing that again. That's good. That's good for the environment. Be a good human and help the planet <laughs> yeah. and wear something more than once. Yeah. Social media has like mm. conditioned us that we can't get photographed in this thing more than once. Yeah. Well. I think that's why I also have gone to a very more neutral palette is like, well, if you photograph me in a black T-shirt, it's a black T-shirt. And if you're going to complain that I'm wearing a black T-shirt more than once, I'm sorry, maybe we shouldn't be friends if you're judging Mm -hmm. me that much. So I think that's the other thing too. Like, I think clothing is way more for ourselves than it is for other people. Like, Yes, but we forget that. We yes. think it's also matters to other people, but really they're just thinking about their own yeah. clothing, not our clothing for sure. Can you remember what your friend wore to dinner last month when you went out with them? No, no. Right. No. Yeah, but I can remember what I wore because I needed to know like,
1: okay, do I feel good in this? Can I sit well in this? Do I, you know, like, does it look cute enough for me to be able to be in these pictures? And, and do I feel confident in it? Things like that. And the same thing is going on
0: Mm. in their head about their stuff, not yours. Yeah. And so we have to think about that too. Like clothing is for us. And I think that was Mm. a big aha moment for me. It was like, if I feel good in it and I feel confident and comfortable, then That's That's great. And having less stuff allowed us to do really cool stuff like Mm -hmm. travel and go live in a different country every month and not have to drag all this stuff along Mm -hmm. with us. And, and so I think if we can, and it makes me feel good. Like I does, like Mm -hmm. there is that side benefit of well maybe I'm helping the planet. I'm not buying as yeah. much clothing that's ending up in the landfill and I mean there's all these statistics about how I just had an sustainability, you know, kind of fashion expert on my show mm-hmm. and the statistic of like 8 to 10% of the greenhouse gases is produced by the fashion industry. Wow. In the world. And it's like we don't realize how much buying all of these clothes every year really mm-hmm. does contribute to kind of harming the environment. And so, yeah. you know, it's it's a side benefit to me, I think, you know, but it is something that in the back of my head I think, well, yeah, if it I matters just buy a little bit less, it can make a big impact. Mm-hmm. So I love yeah, that. that's why I'm another reason I'm passionate about it. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. So I'm Going to go do this this weekend. And then I might need to get your phone number so I can text you. Absolutely. Show you my before and after. Yeah. Um, But bring me along on those
0: tough decisions. Oh my gosh, I would love
1: to. (laughs) So if anyone is sitting here thinking, like, yes. Okay. Let me go into my closet and let me get started with this. And let me just hear more from you and your wisdom about maybe not like going full blown minimalist, but yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we need a little bit of a balance where can people find you and learn more about you so that way they can listen to your podcast and get to know you.
0: Absolutely. Thanks Allison. So my website is wannabeclutterfree.com. And then my podcast is wannabe minimalist. So again, I am a work in progress. I am not by no means perfect or extreme. So if you want just some tips that'll just help you kind of mm-hmm. on that journey and wherever that journey is for you, whether you're just starting or you want a little bit more motivation, come on over and uh, let's be friends. Yeah, I love it. <laughs>
1: So Deanna, at the end of every interview, I like to ask my guests three questions just to get to know them better. So I don't want you to think too much about this. Okay. The first question is, what is one thing you're looking forward to?
0: Hmm. Well, it is the beginning of the school year and we just switched schools. So while that part is a little difficult, mm-hmm. I am looking forward to getting involved with the school. Um, the the parents of the school so far have been so welcoming and inviting. And I just can't wait to kind of dive in and get to know this new group of people. Um, So that's what I'm looking forward to. I love meeting new people. So that's kind of my happy place. I love it.
1: Okay. The second (laughs) question is what's one money mistake you've made that you would tell everybody to avoid
0: not saving for myself first, Mm. probably like that's a good one. Yeah. It's so easy to spend whatever's in your account. Mm-hmm. So if you don't pull it off, so now we obviously do the, you know, pull it first. Mm-hmm. So before it even goes into our bank account, we siphon off the money for different right. accounts, but not starting that early. Cause it's so easy to spend it when you oh, have yeah. it.
1: And then when yeah. you're used to spending it, you're like, wait a minute, it
0: hurts. you want me to it stop. Hurts spending
1: yeah. it and start saving it? No, you've got to be mistaken, right? Like it's That's what I feel it's, like.
0: It's yeah. way harder to get other people on board. So maybe you've had the realization mm. that you want to start saving. So true. But- to get someone else on board when you haven't been doing that is Mm -hmm. so much harder than when you start from the beginning. So just start early, just do it sooner rather than later.
1: I think that's great advice. (laughs) And the third question, it's actually just finished this sentence. My favorite thing I've ever spent money on is
0: I'm going to, I'm going to cop out and say travel. I mean, it's gotta be traveling. I just so many great memories Mm -hmm. from just different places we've been. And we saved a ton of money on our mm-hmm. wedding. We got married in Mexico. Actually, okay, so this is this is one of my favorites. We went and ordered flowers in Spanish. I do not speak very, <laughs> I, I, my Spanish is not great. Don't worry. Um, so we went and ordered flowers in Spanish three, two or three days before our wedding. Yeah, I mean, and just That's, kind of hoped that they would show up. Show up and be good and look amazing. Yeah. I mean, we put them together. So yeah. I'm a little DIY sometimes, but uh, yeah, that was that. one of my favorite favorite things. Yeah.
1: Well, then that's a good thing that you spent money on. It's like your wedding and making sure that you were spending like the right amount. So that way you could spend money on other things like travel.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's good. I love it. Well,
1: thank you so much for joining me and we'll link to your website, your podcast and your guide that I'm going to have to go download and print awesome. down I'll send it in the right show right notes. You. <laughs> Perfect. Thank awesome. you, Diana. Thanks, Allison. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Diana. You can get down below in the show notes a link to her free guide, her own podcast, and her website. As always, if you are enjoying the Inspire Budget podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It basically is a way for you to support me. And then it also allows my show to be seen and ranked in other areas. I would appreciate it more than you know. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next week.